0: Greetings, and welcome to any questions. Uh, a question was asked um, the other day of me that is really perfect for this time of year, and that was, uh, how do I avoid losing it with my mother <laughs> during the holiday season? Um and this obviously can be extended to, to any members of our families or people close to us that, that we come in contact to over the holiday season. It's really quite perfect because as we move into the, the winter season, as we cross the threshold of the, of the winter solstice, we're in the deepest and darkest part of the year and moving towards light. Right now we're in the deepest part of the year before the solstice uh, and that turning back from the the dark inner part of the cycle towards the light. Um, The voyage that we undertake from the autumn equinox to the winter solstice is, is one of internalization of um, no, I'm translating from French, of um, going inside and and inside of us what we find is all of the programming related to, um, to our lineages, everything that we've inherited, all of the the unconscious belief systems and mannerisms and behaviors and, and survival strategies that we've, that we've learned from our families. And so if we've actually taken advantage of this movement of, of nature at this time uh, and moved inward with nature, with the earth... We've probably become more aware of certain certain aspects of ourselves that that we're unconsciously manifesting uh, and that come from that come from our our ancestors and what we've we've learned from them and so when we come to the festive season. <laughs> and are in closer proximity most of us with our families we can we have the opportunity to observe close up and firsthand the programming that we've become aware of in ourselves and so it takes a certain a certain preparation maybe before the actual, um, the actual festivities, the actual family dinners, and things like that. Um, it some preparation is required in order to not get completely sucked into um, either being part of the old programming or. Uh, being in angry rebellion against it. Neither is 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 bad. Uh, either being totally sucked in through sentiment and tradition and um, and security of what we know. There's there's a an enveloping feeling of of being. With what we know and and recreating the traditions and reliving all of those those situations uh, and and rituals that give us a feeling of belonging, um, but there can also if if we've been reflecting on ourselves and and our families and the things that, um, that no longer resonate with who we want to manifest, with the, the version of ourselves that we want to manifest, um, we can get into frustration, irritability, anger, rejection of, of the old patterns that we see, in in our families. And so the first thing, of course, is to, in in terms of preparation, is to understand that as much as each one of us has the right to our sovereignty, the right to choose and be who we want to to choose to be, so do our families. And very often, our family's identities are wrapped around certain forms of suffering that they're attached to, and that is part of the identity so it's it's securing and they have absolutely every right to to choose whatever um, whatever they want to be like and whatever they however they choose to react. This is the the very first bottom line truth that we don't have a right to try to change anybody. That the minute we're trying to change anybody, we are also rejecting a part of ourselves because we wouldn't be throwing ourselves into... um, Emotionally into arguing against something, if it weren't something that belonged to us, on some level that um, we don't like about ourselves, maybe consciously or unconsciously, and that we're attempting to to excise from ourselves, and so it's hard seeing it um, in what we consider as the source. Of, of these behaviors in ourselves, in our parents, for example, uh, and other family members. It's important also to understand that not only does everyone have the right to be exactly as they choose to be, but also the way that they are is not the fruit of only their lives and their choices but also of what they've inherited through time and through generations so each one of us is a work of art <laughs> that's been carefully sculpted over the generations and so perhaps another part of the preparation is to um, to consciously witness rather than uh, than emotionally engage. Um, That's not necessarily the best thing for everybody to do because it is a a time when we can, through our emotions, whatever they may be, whether we like the emotions that come up, or whether we're um, we'd rather not feel the emotions that come up, it it's really it's really revelatory. It's it's an opportunity to really understand ourselves more, uh, to to encounter to witness these emotions in ourselves. When I speak of witnessing, I'm not, I don't mean cutting off all emotion, but just um, although you may be living the emotion, um, you can also be observing it at the same time. And that's the, that's your wisdom, that's your, your higher frequency manifestation that's able to witness at the same time as, as you're uh, experiencing whatever emotion that you might be experiencing. Um, So when I say that witnessing is not necessarily the best option for everyone, um, yeah I for for some of us, um, well, we're just not in that place of of witnessing yet, um, and the emotions uh, will take over. <laughs> but perhaps afterwards, um you can step back and lock yourself in the bathroom somewhere and reflect on <laughs> what just happened and what it was that the person who, who incited the emotion in you, what exactly they were um, touching about yourself that, that you're rejecting. Christmas and uh, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, Festivus for the rest of us, Uh, This time of gathering and tradition and ritual um, is really an amazing opportunity for honoring our ancestors. And honoring doesn't mean um, swallowing everything that they they believe. Honoring means seeing them clearly and receiving them in an open-hearted way. Uh, exactly as they are. And so uh, the winter solstice, with the winter solstice, we step across the threshold of the northern gate, which is related to the ancestors and honoring them. And honoring the, the, the wisdom and the, the struggle the the work that has been done by the generations and generations that have created our lives and our bodies, honoring them in all that they have been and lived. And from that place of honoring and through our own sovereign Beings to, to to be able to, through clearly seeing them um, and not being in any kind of rejection of them, we can then make clear decisions about how we want to manifest in our lives um, and no longer be in reaction. Uh, but in that zero-point, divine-neutral stance of open-heartedness and inclusion. And I guess this is part of returning to the light, of being... Of having gone through this voyage internally within ourselves and and looking at all the stuff that we've inherited on all kinds of different levels, um, having all of our emotional reactions to that, and then engaging in our with our families, with all of, all of the dynamics that are as they are and witnessing from that, that neutral zero point space, um, which is a place of peace and harmony and balance and inclusion. And from that place, we are, in a sense, turning back towards the light. And the the period between the winter solstice and the spring equinox is a time of gradually, consciously... um, choosing how we're going to manifest in the world. The image related to this is a bear who um, has through the autumn and winter descended into the depths of her cave and digested everything that she has Assimilated and um, and consumed during the spring and summer out in the world, so the digestion process is that that of reflection, and making it ours, in the sense of uh, understanding how, what we have attracted to us during the 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 time in the outside world in the spring and summer is related to deeper patterns that have been unconscious that we've learned. And so this time, this voyage in the, in the darkness, in the, the dark of the year, is to render the unconscious more conscious. And then as we, as the bear turns at the, winter solstice and starts making her way out to the opening of the of the cave again at the spring equinox she is um she begins maybe to, to shed some hair and and um to it, it's a time for us of as we walk towards self-manifestation again, it's a time of uh, taking off grandma's hat and that really heavy overcoat that, that you've been wearing and, and shouldering that belongs to who knows who, but it's been passed on to you through the generations. And it's getting a little too heavy and too tight, shedding those things, you know, maybe taking off the shoes that pinch <laughs> and, and really deciding who you're going to be, how honestly and clearly you're going to manifest yourself in the outside world. So this is the, the path for the next little while, um, and this the the time of the, the holiday season is perfectly um, in sync with the natural cycle of of life and 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 our process, our evolution, our moving towards ourselves. I think that's all I want to say. Um, And I'll speak to you again next week. Blessings, blessings, blessings.